Hello everyone, it has been a while. With all the exciting casting news that just came out, Mandy and I immediately jumped on recording a bonus episode. And I am just jumping in here at the beginning to let you all know that this is not a spoiler-free episode. We don't get too deep into the spoilers. We do discuss what the actors are going to have to do and how well we think they're going to fit that. And now, on to the discussion. Welcome to this extra special bonus episode of Desire Made Real, a Discovery of Witches podcast, where we usually recap every episode of the television show spoiler-free. But today, we're here to talk about some exciting news for season two. I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh my gosh. Yay, casting. Yes, they released all of the season two casting today, and I'm really, really excited now that I've seen who's playing some of these characters. I'm also excited. That didn't sound like I was excited, but I am. I know you were sending me uh, DMs on Twitter this morning like, oh, my God, did you see this? Yes. It's pretty great. I I do like how we were waiting to do this episode until they released Gala Glass and Philippe, who's Mm -hmm. the two that we were most looking forward to. And then the day that they released them, they released everybody. So it's like, oh, perfect. Right. But they released Gala Glass and Philippe first. Yes. Of course. The most important. Absolutely. I mean, they're all important, but. You know, they're the ones we were most excited about. Mm -hmm. So shall we go through the list and and talk about who these people are and what we've seen them in and how we feel about this casting? Let's do that. I'm going to, I've been looking at pictures of these people in the past couple minutes, and I'm going to do my best to not just comment on people's looks because I think that could get (laughs) really bad. But let's see, let's see what happens. So, okay. I, I can say up front that. All of the speculations that we had about possible casting, our dream casting, it, it's no. Yeah, no, not a single thing. None of these there. people ever came up on that list. I'm not sure I had ever actually heard any of these names. I've seen some of these actors and other things they've done, but I would not have been able to tell you their name if I saw their picture. Yeah, which actually I kind of like because then we don't have I, preconceived ideas or notions of them. Right. And most of them are coming from other television shows that they've been on. And it's primarily British television, which I am wholly unfamiliar with. So for a lot of these folks, this is going to be the first thing I've seen them in. So That's pretty exciting. A lot of the things they've been in are like, oh, I've been meaning to watch that. But that's that's how I am with most television. Right. Like Call the Midwife. Yep. I have had it on my Netflix list for years and still have never started it. I've just heard it's sad. Not sad, but like emotional. And I'm like, mm. I just, I don't know if I'm in the mood to cry a lot. Right. You know, like that's a specific television mood. And I haven't, I haven't been there recently. No, we need happy, uplifting things mm-hmm. in the world right now. All right, let's jump in. So Gallo Glass is going to be played by Stephen Cree who I'm surprised I didn't recognize his name because he played Ian Murray in Outlander, and I'm a huge fan of Outlander. But I didn't even recognize him when I saw his picture because I'm so used to him wearing 17th century clothes with long hair and a wooden leg. And a wooden leg. Oh, that's (laughs) Ian Murray. 
That's Ian Murray, yeah. Okay, I was thinking he was he played the younger. There's a young Ian Murray, right? Also, yes. And I kind of vaguely remembered him, but I couldn't like. I was looking at this picture and I couldn't combine the two in my head. Okay, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, this is older Ian. This is young Ian's father. Yes, yes, yes. I I know like who they are relationship wise. I just didn't know the actors. I like stopped watching Outlander just before the end of season one. So. Oh, okay. And I've randomly seen the premiere of season four, which has young okay. Ian Murray in it. Yeah. So I'm having a hard time picturing Ian Murray as Gallo Glass, which is kind of what my head is trying to do. So I'm really looking forward to what he's going to do to embody Gallo Glass. Right. In some of these pictures, I can totally see it. Okay. We did We did speculate on a lot of... um. Outlander actors, I feel. So it's nice that one got in there. Oh, that's true. We did. I don't think any Game of Thrones actors got in, though. I have not noticed any. And we had a lot of of that speculation as well. But, you know, I, I appreciate that, you know, these folks aren't super, super well-known globally. Yeah. Right? That we can see them with fresh eyes. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I remember him being, like, I don't remember thinking anything bad about the guy who played Ian in mm-hmm. Outlander. I don't oh, no, he was wonderful as Ian. All right. Um, I also saw he is in the upcoming Terminator movie, which just kind of makes me want to watch it even more. Yeah, same. But I was already sold on that one. So. I know, me too, because they got What's-Her-Face. <laughs> yeah. What is her name? Which What's-Her-Face? Uh, from the original. Oh, Linda Hamilton? Linda Hamilton. Thank you. <laughs> and also, he was in Brave, which... I like Brave. Yes, he voiced young Macintosh in Brave. Um, and he's done a lot of like video game voicing. Mm-hmm. I can see that. A lot of, because he's got like a good Scottish voice. So I can see mm-hmm. where they would put him in a lot of, or that he would be successful in a lot of voice acting situations. Right. So I'm pretty sure, though, that after, after we see him be Galloglass, like Galloglass is just going to continue to be my favorite character. Like, I don't think. He's going to diminish that for me at all. I think he's he. I think he can rise to the occasion of how I've built Gallo Glass in my head, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I've apparently also seen him in Outlaw King, which is not a movie I'd recommend. Actually, the next big announcement today was the casting for Philippe, mm-hmm. who will be played by James Purefoy. Again, a name I am unfamiliar with, but I did. You know, he is one whose face was vaguely familiar to me. And when I saw what he had been in, I was like, of course. Yeah. I primarily know him from A Knight's Tale. Same. Uh, He was Colville slash the prince in hiding or disguise so he could joust with everybody else. Pretty great. And then there is a show called The Following that was on for a couple seasons here. Did you ever watch it? No, I did not. Um. It starred Kevin Bacon in the main lead as a detective, and he was trying to get a cult leader slash serial killer guy. Oh, yes. Okay, I remember it. But I, I never and, watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Right. And James Purfoy played the serial killer dude. I can see that. He's got kind of a creepy look about him. He can do like that stoic villain really well. He's really hard to read, which I think is going to bring a lot to Philippe's character because Philippe holds his cards close to his chest. Yeah. Yes. I, I actually am very happy with this with this casting. Mm-hmm. He, yes. 
Yeah, looking at the picture they used in the announcement, mm-hmm. he looks much older than what he has in other things I've seen him in. And even if you look up other pictures, he has a much younger face. And so seeing the older, like more rugged picture that they used, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see. I can see that being the head of this vampire family. I will say most, a lot of the casting, everyone's older than I pictured them, like even the humans. So that might just be because I pictured them young. I don't know. Right. But almost everyone. Except for Joshua Pickering, right? Right. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't expect him to be any younger than that. actually is the opposite because I'd forgotten that he was going to be a young kid in this one. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. But we're happy with, with Philippe? Oh, I'm happy with Philippe. I'm, you know, I'm not unhappy with any of the casting that was announced. I think there, there are people that I don't have much of an opinion on, but I'm not like, I didn't look at any of the pictures and go, oh, I think they miscast that. I have one that I think they didn't do a good job on, but I haven't seen her in anything. So it's just based on looks. So I don't know that it's a accurate opinion of mine. Okay. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Yes. But I'm excited um, for Philippe. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Goody Alsa, who will be played by Sheila Hancock. Who? I've never seen her in anything. Well, okay, that's not true. She did play somebody in The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, but I don't remember it. She was apparently in Sister Act? No, that's a 2010. Never mind. I don't know what that is. Hmm. I don't know. Lots of British television. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing this, especially since Goody Alsop is such a wonderful character. I can't wait for people to meet her this season. She's sassy. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, very happy with this. She looks great. And I'm going to guess from everything that she's been in, she's good at acting. Well, I can't imagine they would cast anybody who wouldn't be good at acting. I mean, well, okay, that's probably not true because we see people on TV all the time that aren't yeah. super great. So, people okay, fair do enough. weird thing. Looking at you, Avery Brooks, in seasons one and two of DS9. <laughs> so then our next casting, we have Andrew Hubbard. It's Father Hubbard, isn't it? Father Hubbard, Yeah, yes. Father Andrew Hubbard. I was going to say, I've never heard his first name before, I don't think. But whatever. Played by Paul Reese, who I know absolutely nothing about. Same. Lots of British television. That's what I got when I looked him up. Uh, I did see somebody on Twitter say something to uh, Deborah Harkness. I almost said Diana Harkness. Oh, no. Uh, to Deborah Harkness about how what was with this casting of, of Father Hubbard as a, a good looking individual. And Deborah was like, I only ever described him as kind of gaunt. So <laughs> why wouldn't he be? Which is funny because the only way I had ever pictured Father Hubbard was kind of chubby. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I ignore character descriptions. I I couldn't tell you how he was described in the book, but for him to be a character that is as charismatic as Father Hubbard is and has the ability to have the kind of power that he has in London, I always pictured him as maybe not like super attractive, but not unattractive. Right. No, I got you. I never really necessarily, I don't think I pictured his face at all, honestly. I think I pictured him older than Paul Reese, but I'm looking at this photograph right now and like I can see it. Oh yeah, no, he looks great. I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah. I, or like looks wise because we don't know anything else about these people. Right. It's just do they fit in our image? Yeah. But it, it, he's just not at all how I pictured 
Father Hubbard, which is fine. I'm perfectly happy to go in uh, kind of like from scratch, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. looks like he's done a good bit of theater, and I enjoy a good theater actor. Although sometimes they don't translate well to... Oh, no, he's done a lot of film, too. Never mind. He's been in something called Gallo Glass. Interesting. Oh, I missed that when I was looking through his list. In 1993. Hmm. I'm, like, tempted to look into what that is. A British television <laughs> miniseries of a novel by the same name. Oh, doesn't look like something I'd be into. Again, he's been in a lot of things I've heard of, but nothing I've ever watched. Mm, yeah, that was true for a lot of these folks. I've never watched EastEnders. I've never watched Victoria. I've never watched Waking the Dead. And these are shows that just kept appearing over and over again. Yeah, Victoria is another one that I've been meaning to watch. Because mm-hmm. that's the one with, uh, what's her face in it, who I like. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. I can't. Uh, All I can think of no, is Clara. Shit, what is her name? Uh, yeah, I've got Clara in my head. <laughs> I have no idea what her name is other than Clara. I do. That's a terrible thing. And it's just, it's gone. Oh, well. Gone. Oh, well. Somebody can tweet at us. We're not here to talk about Doctor Who actors. We're, We're not. here to talk about casting. All right. And our next announcement is actually really exciting to me because there was some fan speculation in on Tumblr that they might cut this character entirely. Mm-hmm. Not that that was based on any sort of information we had from official people, but I'm glad it didn't happen. Benjamin Fuchs? 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 Maybe. I have no idea how to pronounce that. I've only either. ever thought of him as Benjamin. Anyway, I mean, we could say Benjamin Fuchs, but that's probably not right. That's probably not right. <laughs> He is being played by Jacob Ethan. Sure. Ethan, Ethan, Jacob. Yeah. And he looks fabulous. And he's relatively new. His first credit on IMDb is just in 2015. Oh. So this will be fun. I was also really excited when I saw they cast somebody for this because we talked about this last season. Yeah. There was no foreshadowing for him at all. Yeah. And there kind of needed to be. So I'm really curious how they're going to bring him in. What I'm personally hoping is that they have, because we know that they're extending the modern day stuff, so I hope they have some stuff with him there. Not necessarily with him on screen, but like some right. background stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that will be good. I hope. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I hope he just doesn't come out of nowhere. Yes. If he just comes out of nowhere, it would completely, I think, diminish mm-hmm. his role. Yeah, especially so since we'll in the book, you only see him for one brief moment in, in the past. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a lasting impact moment. Like, Diana remembers it and it sticks with her because he creeps her out so much. So, but he looks very much like one of those people who are who are good looking enough to be charismatic and that sort of mm-hmm. like, but while still like disguising the evilness behind them. Right. Yeah. He looks like he could play dark. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I like that he's done very little because mm-hmm. I think, I think Benjamin will especially for people who haven't read the books, will benefit from people having no idea who he is. Right. All right. Next up, we have a member of the, what do they call it? The School of Night? That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Walter Raleigh, who will be played by Michael Lindahl. Someone else I'd never heard of. Extensive background in television. Again, I think he looks older than I was picturing Sir Walter Raleigh. But that's... Oh, see, I think he looks younger than I was picturing him. I don't know. I always think of people in uh, Elizabethan England dying in their 40s, you know, and this dude looks like he's in his 40s and he's still got like this is before he's done a lot of his stuff. 
Right. So okay. I don't. That's just me. So maybe, maybe people back then in their twenties looked like they were in their forties. Well, I think they probably did, but I am also notoriously bad at guesstimating ages. Oh, so am I. So, like, I'll look at somebody who's forty and think they're eighteen, and I'll look at somebody who's twenty and think they're like forty-five. So it just don't take what I say as worth anything. Okay, he was in his sixties when he died, so okay. that's fair. Yeah, this next character, William Cecil, I don't remember that name, so I don't think he had a huge part in the book. It says that William Cecil was the first Baron of Burghley, so I assume he's just somebody in Elizabeth's court, or maybe somebody who they visit. I'm going to have to reread book two, even though I like just reread it. I think he would have been in Queen Elizabeth's court. There's an engraving of Queen Elizabeth I, William Cecil, and Sir Francis Walsingham. Okay, so... Um, Somebody so somebody in Queen Elizabeth's court. Um, anyway, he is going to be played by Adrian Rollins, mm-hmm. who I was like, I don't know that name. I don't know that face. And then I looked him up and was like, oh, my God, this is the guy who played James Potter in all the Harry Potter movies. Which actually, like, biases me against him because I hated how they casted James Potter in the movies. But that's not his fault. So I need to get over that. And well, but to be fair, though, the way he looks in this casting photo here, he looks nothing at all like James Potter. That's well, I can actually see it. But no, it's true. He doesn't. Okay. But yeah, Um, he has also been an episode of Doctor Who. um, (laughs) And he was recently in the widely talked about miniseries Chernobyl, which I only watched the first episode of because it was too stressful for me. I heard it was really stressful, and I have not watched it. I want to, but I'm not sure I can handle it. It was very good. Don't get me wrong. It was really good, but I was just like, (laughs) the entire time. And like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Just run away. Oh, so stressed. Obviously, I I know why they were doing it. Politics and lies and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's probably a small role, so it doesn't even really matter that I have bad feelings about him. And then we have some. Also very exciting announcement that I don't even know why I wasn't even really looking forward to. But now that it's been announced, I'm very excited about. And it is Louise de Clermont, played by Elaine Cassidy, who I think looks perfect. She absolutely does. She looks like I expected her to. Yeah. I kind of want to go back to season one mm-hmm. and look at, at the picture. The, yeah, the yeah, picture, yeah. The, the painting of Louise and I want to see how closely Elaine looks like her. That would be... I was I was just thinking that. So yes, I would like to do that also. I have technically seen her in The Others, but... Yes, I have seen that as well. But I had to look it up yeah. to see who she was. She played... The character's name was Lydia. And she was the one of the three servants that Nicole Kidman's characters hired. The one who didn't talk. She was mute. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like That's 18 years ago or something. So... I know. It was so long ago. So I've got, I have no memory of her or I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. So yeah, it's a good movie. It's one of those movies though that once you know the, what happened, mm-hmm. like it's hard to rewatch. I have, I've watched it twice because I think I made somebody else watch it mm-hmm. and it was still, it was still enjoyable, but yeah, it, it is hard to rewatch or not, not hard, but it's just like, it's not scary or anything because of the, you know, the twist. Yeah. But I don't recognize any of the rest of this, but she's been in a lot, so that's always a good sign. Oh, and she's in the Dark Tower TV series. Oh, okay. Which I'm vaguely interested in. 
yeah vaguely interested in so the next character is a lady named elizabeth jackson who's a water witch and she is played by victoria yeats and i would assume that they are just casting like the coven that diana yes uh, joins up with but you know i pictured so marjorie is the one who i pictured looking like victoria here mm. i were casting i would have switched them but I, they didn't. I don't remember them in the book enough to have an opinion. I do think that Victoria Yeats looks properly witchy. Yes, absolutely. Um, she has been. She was in Fantastic Beasts 2 as a character named Bunty. Which I, I have don't seen. don't recall yeah. off the top of my head, but I have seen it. And um, she's also been, uh, she's a regular on Call the Midwife. I don't know about this Victoria Yeats. She has a very creepy looking smile. I can see way too much of her gums. <laughs> Like her teeth. Oh, she's not smiling in this picture. Okay. If you if you Google her, you, you will see how her teeth do not look like they belong in her mouth. Oh my God, that's disturbing. I assume they're not going to be having many happy fun times on the show, though. Probably not. So it's cool. And God, I hope she's not like. I feel bad for even bringing that up because maybe she's self conscious about it. I don't know, but it creeps me out. I can't. Ugh. Oh, I know who Bunty is. Who is Bunty? Bundy was the woman who was helping Newt take care of all of his creatures. Oh, his little, okay, yeah, 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 his helper The one who's person. basically in love with him. Yeah, yeah, okay, good yeah, news. I wasn't creeped out by her, so she's, the smile might just be like a posing for pictures thing. Yeah, maybe. Amy McAllister, cast as Marjorie Cooper, in brackets, Earth Witch. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of the actress that they cast as Sophie, like just looking at the pictures. Oh, not like necessarily looks wise, but like presence wise. Because she's kind of big eyes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I guess she kind of looks young and innocent the way Sophie does. That's probably what it is. Yeah, I was thinking she reminds me of Amy Acker in this picture. I can see that. Um, next up is Queen Elizabeth herself. By Barbara Martin. And this is the one casting I do not like. Really? Okay. Yeah, she looks so much older than I pictured Elizabeth as. How old was Queen Elizabeth in? 15 something. Do we know? <laughs> well, I would need the exact year. I can't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she was born in 1533 and she died in 1603. So she was 70. So she's 57. I guess. I guess. It's fine. Mm, we'll see what they do with her costume. That's true. They might. She just doesn't look at all how I pictured Queen Elizabeth. I always struggle with Queen Elizabeth casting because I just can't picture anybody other than Judy Dench as Queen Elizabeth. Right, that's so. fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just I have to wait until until we see her in costume and makeup and everything because partly I think the modernness of the photo distracts as well. That's true, and I I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything, but just from these pictures, she looks like very tall and slender and that's just not how i picture queen elizabeth at all that is true that's that's like the opposite i picture queen elizabeth as short and round yes i that is true so we're just gonna have to see what they do with her yeah i think um next up is a character named Catherine streeter who is played by lois chimembuk i think that's how you say that and i have seen her in one thing before she was in an episode of Doctor Who last season with Jodie Whittaker. Mm, I haven't. It was pretty great. And she was also on a television show called Trust Me that Jodie Whittaker was also in, but I haven't seen it. I have no memory of this character, Catherine Streeter. Thoughts? 
I did, and then you said that, and now I don't know. I don't think she's going to be a historical figure because Googling that just brings me to a Facebook profile and also an IMDb profile. So she was a fire witch and one of Diana's teachers. Well, I am happy that they are not casting the historical side of things as an all-white cast. Yes. That is very good and would have been an easy trap to fall into. We have at least one person that's not white, but I guess a lot of the famous historical figures, we know that they were white. Right. And not everybody can Lin-Manuel Miranda the past. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. You used Lin-Manuel Miranda as a verb. That was fantastic. Yeah. Not everybody can lend Manuel Miranda the past. I was going to say Hamilton the past, but I was like, mm, that might not land. Oh, no, that was great. That's perfect. It was fun to try to say, too. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have the character of Francois, who I've been actually really excited to see who they, who they were going to cast in this role, uh, because she is important to book two and book three. I thought Francois and... was a guy. <laughs> No, Pierre is the guy. Francois was the girl. I will I will 100% take your word for it. I obviously need to reread this book, even though I reread it <laughs> while we were doing the podcast last year. Like, what is wrong with me? Or not last year, earlier this year. Yeah, no, Francois was the one who like took care of the house, kind of like a, a lady in waiting, but not actually a lady in waiting. Right, she yes. Was, um, you know, so. The lady servant. Um, she's, yes. <laughs> Um, she's going to be played by uh, someone named Holly Aird, who I've never seen before, but she's been in Waking the Dead. She's been in other British television, and I like the way her face looks. She looks like she's no nonsense and can get things done, which is what you need in Francois. Yeah, she looks great, and she's been in a lot, and I obviously have no memory of this character, so that's all I got. <laughs> This episode is just Caitlin embarrassing herself. Oh, but the next one is the one that I think was the most perfect casting of all the things that we got today. Um, The character of Henry Percy was cast by Adam Sklar. Mm -hmm. It's the first thing Adam's ever done other than he has been a writer, director, and voice actor on a video game called Faceless. Interesting. So this is his like first big thing. And looking at that photograph that they used of him... I can see it. Absolutely. He's kind of like shy and bashful, but still confident. Right. I'm like he's just he's got that look about him. I think I missed this announcement earlier. So I'm just looking up the picture now because there are no pictures of him on Google's. And yes, yes, that he looks kind of Ed Sheeranish. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Deborah Harkness says that he is her dream for this role. I like I like the idea of Henry Percy being the Ed Sheeran of Elizabethan England. So yes, that's that 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 one is very good. It's my favorite out of all of them. Like I can't wait to see what he does with it. And then we have Pierre. Then we have Pierre. And you know, this guy looks like Pierre to me. Milo Toomey? I'm gonna say Toomey. I like Toomey. Mm-hmm. Toomey? That sounds stupid. But yeah, no, he looks he looks properly Pierre. Although again, I'm a little bit like maybe he looks properly Francois, whatever I've got in my brain. <laughs> he looks properly vampire. Yes. Yes. For sure. And again, been in a whole bunch of stuff I've never seen. Yes. And Same. The thing is, now I, now I don't know, do I want to watch some of these things before this airs, or do I want to go in with a blank slate on these actors? No, go in with a blank slate. Blank slate? Okay. Blank slate, absolutely. Great. That's. Um, I don't have time to watch all those TVs. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we are rounding out today's announcements uh, with a 
new actor named Joshua Pickering, who will be playing Jack Blackfriars, who is the youngest character and cast member that we're going to have in season two. He looks properly adorable British child, so I'm good with that. absolutely looks like he can be like a pickpocket. Yeah. Right? Like, he looks mischievous. Yeah, absolutely. But you know how, like, sometimes you're walking down the street and you pass people and you're like, man, that dude looks American. Or, like, that person looks English. Like, yeah, you know, he looks English. He does. And I like it. I like it. I do. I like it, too. I think he's going to be great. Before today, the, the plethora, the wealth of casting news that we got today, we did get a few snippets from Bad Wolf and Sky One. Um, they announced the characters of Kit Marlowe and Phoebe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Kit Marlowe is going to be played by Tom Hughes, who I haven't actually seen in anything else, but he has played Prince Albert on Victoria. So, A, I like this casting, but only because I hate Kit Marlowe yes. in, in the book, because there's something about this guy's face that makes me want to punch him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how I feel about Kit Marlowe. So great. Yes. Absolutely. Maybe it's just this one particular picture because there's other pictures of him. I'm like, that's fine. But this one particular picture, I'm just like, I hate you. I know nothing about you, but I hate you. It's the floppy hair. It's the and the squinty eyes and the squinty eyes. It's the floppy hair and the squinty eyes. Absolutely. No, like I don't want anything to do with this man. And that's how I feel about Kim Marlowe. So great. Okay. I'm like happy and upset about it. Um, We also got the casting for Phoebe, and she is going to be played by Adele Leonce. Leonce? Leonce. Adele. <laughs> that. And she looks like Phoebe. Yeah, she looks great. Me. She Wonderful. looks like the curator of a museum to me, like the fashionable young curator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's going to pull it off, and I look forward to seeing her interact with Edward. Um, What's his name? Edward Blumel? Yeah. Marcus Blumel. No. Shit. What's his real name versus his character name? No. Edward Blumel is his real name. Marcus <laughs> is his character's Blumel. name. There we go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. To be, when I said the word Marcus earlier, I had to think. I couldn't remember his name. And I had to picture Matthew saying Christ Marcus in the, in the car to remember what his name was. Christ Marcus. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that rounds out our casting for season two. Yeah, I'm. I hope. I hope we get a. This means we'll get a, a teaser soon. We did get that wonderful picture today. That wonderful of, picture, yes, of Diana and Matthew in the past. Diana's dress is amazing, and Matthew in his you know fifteenth, sixteenth century outfit is also amazing. Yeah, I I love that it looks historical enough, but not ridiculous to a twenty first century viewing audience. I have to wonder if they're going to give him a beard. You know, it looks like he's kind of got one like just starting to grow in in this picture. And if it doesn't get too long, I will be okay with it. Well, you were, I mean, that was the thing in the book is that he was supposed to have a beard. Like it was, if you didn't, there was something, I don't know, it was. It was just, it was the fashion then for men to have big beards. Yes. And they were all like, your witch can't even, doesn't even have enough power to like conjure you a beard, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wonder if they will keep that in or if they will take it out. I do love how they're all dressed in black and they're like goth Elizabethan couple. Her dress is blue. Her cape was black. 
Or am I colorblind? You know, some of it might be blue, but I think some of it's black. Like the designy bit, that's that's a good description. The bit with the pattern, that's what I'm trying to say. That might be blue. But then she's got like a vesty oh, bit and like an overskirt situation. Yeah, the overskirt and the cape are definitely black. You're right. Yeah. But the jewels on it are blue. And I think the the skirt, the like the pattern bit is there, blue, yeah. blue, which is what I remembered looking at it. It was the blue. So. So I like that in our first uh, outfit, we've got some blue. I'm, I'm glad they're not ditching that theme. Oh, and Matthew's got a sword. I didn't catch that the first time through. Oh, you're right. This is going to be good. I'm so excited. And he's wearing a we necklace. We do not yet have a date announced for season two. It's still just sometime in 2020. So we'll be over here waiting. Twiddling our thumbs impatiently. Yes. It's yes. fine. Um. I'm hoping for February, but I have a doubt. So for folks who would like something to do in the interim, on September 18th, the All Souls discussion group is going to begin their annual real-time read of A Discovery of Witches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so A Discovery of Witches takes place over a span of 45 days between September 18th and October 31st. So the goal is to read the book kind of as it's actually taking place. Mm-hmm. So they do it they do it every year and it's always uh fun to follow along on twitter i've never managed to actually read along but would be fun yeah i've i've never i've never done it either but i saw people talking about it today because there's so much discovery which is chatter yeah and that's coming up really soon so that could be something really fun for for folks to do and i would suspect that they might do some promotional stuff during that time too Oh, i'm sure they will because it makes makes sense. So hopefully we'll be getting some more info. It's probably too early to get a release date, but maybe. Hopefully it's coming soon. I mean, because they've, they've wrapped filming now, haven't they? I think they're just on like a break. I think they're coming back. Oh, okay. I don't think they've wrapped, which is why I, right. my hope of February is not an accurate hope. Yeah. It's probably going to be next summer. That's what, you know what? That, that's what I'd like. Not a Not an actual date, but like a spring 2020 or summer 2020 or something like that yeah to like stoke the fire a little Mm -hmm. bit give us a little sense of relief and hope yes um the other thing folks might be interested in is the u.s canada region dvd is going to be available october 29th do we know if there are any special features there's a 15 minute feature about the characters 15 minute feature about mythology and an 18 minute feature about tv magic that all sounds like stuff that was online Possibly, but it is listed as special features on. Oh, right. Uh, I was just wondering Blu-ray. if that would motivate me to actually buy this. Yeah, you can pre-order it on Amazon for $27.99 US. Oh, right. I was going to say, oh, that's not bad. And then you said US. I was like, right, that's going to yeah, no, be US. completely <laughs> different price here. So we would love to know what you think of this casting. Please contact us on Twitter at Desire Made Real and join our conversation there. I'm Caitlin, and you can find me on my other show, So You Want to Read Tolkien, or on Twitter at Inferior Caitlin. And I am Andy Kay, and you can find this show and all of the other Eloquent Gushing shows at eloquentgushing.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Eloquent Gushing. We'll be back soon with another bonus episode before Season 2 starts, but until we meet again, remember that with every ending, there is a new beginning.
Well, we would love to know what you guys think about all of this casting. So please use hashtag desire made real to join our conversation on Twitter. I you're supposed to say this part, not me. Yep. I was <laughs> I was just on a different tab and I was like, oh, wait, this is scripted. And I was like desperately <laughs> switching back to the other tab. I literally almost said I'm Kayla. <laughs> 